One of the first words that a child learns to say is mama. Uh, it's uh, not uh, by any accident that uh, God sees to this, that, that uh, his mother watches over and takes care of him. Before entering into the seminary, I was visiting a friend, and uh, his, uh, he had a little boy, and every time the boy would fall down, he'd look up to his mother, and he would raise his hands and simply open them and close them. And the mother would come running. And we see that, uh, that the same confidence that this child has, our Lord wants each and every one of us to have on Him. And today, in the, this, uh, we're still in the month of Mary, uh, this month of uh, May, we can consider that also how much confidence we should have also in our mother who watches over us, protects and looks after her children. So we see that there is an important need there for asking of our Lord for things. We see with the little child, even from uh, growing up, we see the importance. St. Therese of the child Jesus shows us how much confidence she has in Our Lady as well. She said, quote, The Blessed Virgin shows me she is not displeased with me, for she never fails to protect me as soon as I invoke her. If some disturbance overtakes me, some embarrassment, I turn very quickly to her. And as the most tender of mothers, she always takes care of my interests. How many times, when speaking to the novices, has it happened that I invoked her and felt the benefits of her motherly protection? And here St. Therese is referring to the fact that she, although she was very young, was appointed as the novice mistress over those in Carmel that were under her care. And they often, the novices often commented on how St. Therese was able to see exactly what they were feeling. Many times they would put on an air and she would say, what's wrong? What's disturbing? And she would, she would go right to the heart of it. And this because she invoked Our Lady. She asked for her help. It's very important, this prayer. St. Alphonsus saying, mentions that God has given animals swiftness, others claws, others wings for the preservation of life. But he has formed man that God himself is his only strength. He wants us to have great confidence in him, not because of anything that we do, but because of God himself. St. Therese, again, speaking on the, the confidence that we should have in prayer, that great confidence we should have in offering ourselves to God, says, How great is the power of prayer! One could call it a queen who has at each instant free access to the king, who is able to obtain whatever she asks. To be heard, it is not necessary to read from a book some beautiful formula composed for the occasion. She says that, I cannot recite them all, all those prayers, not knowing which one to choose. I do like children who do not know how to read. I say very simply to God what I wish to say, without composing beautiful sentences, and He always understands me. For me, prayer is an aspiration of the heart. It is a simple glance directed to heaven. It is a cry of gratitude and love in the midst of trial as well as of joy. Finally, it is something great, supernatural, which expands my soul and unites me to Jesus. How important prayer is for each and every one of us to cry out and ask our Lord for help, 
St. Alphonsus Liguori states that he who prays is certainly saved, but he who prays not is certainly damned. All the blessed have been saved by prayers. All the damned have been lost by not praying. If they had prayed, they would not have been lost. St. Alphonsus Liguori. He who prays is certainly saved, and he who prays not is certainly damned. See how important then prayer is for each and every one of us. And today our Lord speaks about praying in His name, praying in His holy name. But we see that God wants us to pray, not because we change God's will, because we know that God is immutable. But God has certainly set something in motion that we may receive in a certain manner things that we ask for according to His preordained plan. For we see St. Thomas says these words, Divine providence disposes not only what effects shall take place, but also from what causes and in what order these effects shall proceed. Now, among other causes, human acts are the causes of certain effects. Wherefore, it must be that men do certain actions not to change the divine disposition, but that by these actions they may achieve certain effects according to the order of divine disposition. St. Thomas. We see this in nature. We do certain things and there's something that follows. We break up an atom and there is an explosion. God has ordered nature to be in a certain manner. And also in the supernatural, He has ordained certain things on the requirement that we pray. St. Thomas says, The same is to be said in the natural causes. So it is with regard to prayer. For we pray not that we may change the divine disposition, but that we may impetrate that which God has disposed to be fulfilled by our prayers. In other words, that by asking, men may deserve to receive what Almighty God from eternity has disposed to give. End quote, St. Thomas. So we humble ourselves when we pray, don't we? We go before our Lord and we show Him that we trust in Him. It increases our faith. We realize that we are dependent upon Him. So this is one of the great effects of prayer. Not only achieving the thing that we pray for, not only gaining the thing that we pray for, but in also humbling ourselves before Almighty God, showing that we need Him which is so important. St. Augustine says these words, When faith fails, prayer dies. In order to pray then, we must have faith. And that our faith fail not, we must pray. Faith pours forth prayer. And pouring forth the heart in prayer gives steadfastness in faith. End quote St. Augustine. So we can see how important prayer is because it also feeds our faith so that we have greater faith in our Lord. And our Lord gives us many graces through these things. But many times people say, Father, but I've prayed about something and I haven't yet received it. Well, let's look on the prayer itself. Why is it that we have not received it? It can be because of a failure in one of four things. One of four things. One, in what we're asking for. 
and three things and how we're asking for it. First of all, in what we are asking for. What are we asking for in the morning? Do we ask that we become great saints? Do we ask for final perseverance? Do we ask to overcome a certain vice? If we are asking for those things, those spiritually good things, we will receive them, provided we ask in these other three ways uh, in the proper manner. So we have to ask for a spiritual good. Now we can ask also for natural goods, provided that they do not take away from our supernatural end. St. Gregory, speaking about asking in Jesus' name, says these words, Jesus is the name of the Son. It means Savior. He therefore is one who asks in the name of the Savior, who asks that which pertains to real salvation. For if that is asked which is not expedient, it is not asking in Christ's name. The Lord therefore says to the apostles who were still weak in the faith, Hitherto have you not asked have you asked nothing in my name, because you know not to seek for the eternal salvation. And hence it is that Saint Paul was not heard, because if he had been freed from temptation, it would have not profited him. Weigh well your intentions. See if you ask in the name of Jesus. For you seek not Jesus in the house of Jesus. If in the temple of eternity you pray importunately for temporal things, for a house, clothing, or food, or the like. St. Gregory. So we see that if we ask for natural things, God may or may not give them to us, provided if it's for our own salvation. Consider how many people pray for natural things and do not receive them. There was a certain priest who was visiting a man who was in prison and he made it to America and he was telling his story. I prayed to Our Lady. I prayed to Our Lord asking that I make it to America to get a better job and to make money. But they did not answer me. And so I turned to Santa Muerte. Santa Muerte is this demonic-looking skeleton, an idol. And he turned, and he was able to make it to America. But there he was in prison. Did it help him, or did it hinder him? Was Our Lady and Our Lord looking after him? Or were they seeking something which was evil for him? Obviously, we see who his friends are and who they are not. Because we can consider this in the climate that we live in, when we consider that 55% of Hispanics that come over here seeking this natural uh, wealth of this country, 55% of them still practice their faith. Many of them have lost their faith because they, when they have come over here. So we can see that sometimes when we get material things, they are not for our benefit, but they actually hinder that. So now we can ask the question of how do we pray? We considered what we should pray for. We should pray for spiritual things and then temporal things insofar as they help us 
to get to the spiritual goods. But how do we pray? Do we pray humbly before Almighty God? Remember again, in the letter of St. James, we hear these words, God resists the proud, but He gives grace to the humble. He resists the proud and He gives grace to the humble. And so are we praying humbly, like little children, going before Almighty God, entrusting ourselves to God, knowing that He cares for us? Are we praying perseveringly in our prayers? Remember the story that our Lord spoke of, of that woman who was pounding on the door of the unjust judge. Give me justice! Give me justice! She cried out. And the unjust judge, who does not care about justice or what is right, he gives her the justice because of her persevering nature. And our Lord says, if this unjust judge, how much more your heavenly Father who wants to give us good things. He wants to give us good things more than we want to have them. Are we praying perseveringly for those things? And are we praying confidently, trusting in God, in His love for us? Notice what St. John Chrysostom says when he speaks about this gospel. He says, To ask in the name of Christ is to ask through the merits of Christ. For he, by his death, merited for us that we should obtain whatever we ask of God. This, with respect to us, is grace. With respect to him, is justice. His name signifies in scriptures his strength, his virtues, his merits, his grace, his dignity, and authority. To ask in the name of Christ is in asking to allege his merits, to trust in them, not in our own. That God may look not on our own unworthiness and our sins, but on the face of his anointed. And for his holiness and merits, grant us that which we do not deserve. Christ, therefore, points here not to merely God, but to God incarnate and obedient insofar as death on the cross. For he merited for us that the Father should hear our prayers, and thus the church ends all of her prayers with, through Christ Jesus our Lord. St. John Chrysostom. We know that the Father listens to the Son, and his prayer is infallible. That's why we go to our Lord, with confidence, because he loves us, he wants to give us those good things. And we go with confidence because it is Christ asking when we place our trust in Him. And when we are struggling in things that seem impossible to us in our worldly mind, remember that they are not impossible for God. We are expected to do certain things, avoid certain near occasions of sin and the like. But God gives us the grace to overcome in all things. St. Augustine says, God does not ask the impossible of us. But when He does order us to do something, He, by His very commands, admonishes us to do that which we are able to do and to ask from Him the assistance in that which we are not ourselves able to do. St. Augustine. 
So how much confidence we should have. If we see in nature a child going to his mother and trusting humbly, confidently that she will come and assist him, how much more God, how much more God who loves us infinitely should we trust in him? He who prays is certainly saved. He who prays not is certainly damned. We see why these words are so true. So let us pray well. Let's ask for those spiritual things with great confidence, humility, and trusting in God as we perseveringly pray, knowing that God will always give us what is best for our soul. Immaculate Heart of Mary, 